Hi, welcome to the Fit Me Forever podcast hosted by the OmniFit. We're about all things fitness. We help women get off the diet roller coaster to find sustainable health, embracing life right where you are on the way to where you're going. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Coach Jody V, a certified nutrition coach who specializes in helping women become physically and mentally strong to regain energy for a life they love. I would like to welcome my co-host, Kayla Duncan, owner of the OmniFit, and fellow colleague and nutrition coach, Taylor Bloxham. Together, we are the OmniFit. Hey guys, welcome back to the Fit Me Forever podcast. This is episode 14. That is crazy. Crazy, crazy. We've come so far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, today, we're going over biofeedback. Um, what it is, the importance of it, what we can do to get better at it. Um, and I'm here today with Coach Jody and Kayla. How are you ladies doing today? Good. Pretty good. Happy to be back. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. So we're going to go over biofeedback today, what exactly it is. Mm. Guys, what, what would you have to say? This is probably one of my favorite topics um, because I feel like it's something you never really master. So I'm, I'm even still learning myself. Um, but to define it, just kind of in this context, when we're talking about biofeedback, we're going to be referring to your body's language. So just like we speak English or Spanish or German, biofeedback is your body's language of communicating with you. And that's going to, we're just basically going to go through a couple different things that might be communicating certain things to you. And you don't know that until you experience it, until you try it. So really, um, we can tell you this and then you kind of have to apply it to your own life. That's, that's how, that's my experience with it. What about you, Jody? Well, I think one of the biggest things about biofeedback is probably for most of us with busy lives is just slowing down enough to listen. And when you start listening, start asking questions about the signs and or symptoms or the things that you're feeling. I mean, what's the difference between, you know, you feel really great one day or you feel really strong versus the next day where you might feel really tired or um, hungry or, you know, whatever kind of thing. But um, just experiencing like with hunger, for instance, um, a lot of people come to us and they don't really know when they're hungry or they're not hungry or when they're full or not full. And that's a real simple one to start off with. Right. I mean, most we're just, you know, scarfing down our food, moving on to the next appointment, eating in front of our desks, eating while we're driving, you know, like there's not a lot of thought behind the things that we do and how we feel. And a lot of times things, while automation is good, you know, doing things out of habit, um, it can also be a dangerous place to be if you're not continually gathering data about what you're doing, going from exercise to sleep to, you know, all those things that you mentioned for sure. Yeah. And I think too, that just biofeedback, I think about quite simply just um, dot to dot. It's just connecting the dots um, from the, um, you know, the, the initial trigger to whatever the response is, you know, what, what's happening. Why do I, why do I feel like I've been hit by a Mack truck today? You know, what happened two or three days ago or what are my stress levels or, you know, all that kind of stuff. I feel like it's, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're good. (laughs) I feel like it's a trend to almost make the biofeedback and all of the signals our body's trying to tell us. 
it's a it's been a trend to kind of ignore it and just move past it it's a popular thing to just be like nah just shove it right off mm-hmm. and that's not because later in life that's not ideal because it just sneaks up right on you You're like where did this come from and right. it's so huge to know it all of all of the way all of the time mm-hmm. yeah suck it up buttercup right so <laughs> In order to do that, (laughs) but just in order to, you have to zoom out in order to see the dots to connect. You can't get lost in the trees because otherwise, how are you, how are you going to see this thing that's happening every middle of the week relates to the last three weeks or the last Tay, We talk about this a lot with menstrual cycles and going, I mean, that's only one time every month in an ideal situation that you're gathering, that's only 12 times in an ideal year that you can gather data about something. So trending over periods of time. And I mean, we're not patient, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. mixed together, not being patient, being busy, not even knowing what to look for. So that's why we want to dedicate a whole episode on, on biofeedback and specifically how we can use biofeedback to break that cycle of dieting so that you do put yourself in a better position to reach your goals, to change your body composition. And, and maybe even on the reverse side of that, of when to diet, how do you know, how can you use biofeedback to break the cycle of not dieting? When is it time to start a fat loss phase and what are some things that, that we can talk about? <clears throat> Well, what what questions do you guys kind of ask yourself um, in your own personal biofeedback? What what type of things do you start with when you actually stop and take a break? What do you go mm-hmm. for? What's the first thing? Like, what's the first question that comes to mind? Well, out of the context of I need to decide if I need a break, because um, usually I'm a go, 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 is my recovery. Um, yes. Yep. And, and under the umbrella of recovery is soreness from the gym. Cause most of the time I'm not crazy sore. I mean, I might've known I did something, but I'm movable working out every day, that kind of thing. Uh, quality of sleep. I'm also usually a really good sleeper. So if I'm not sleeping really good, not falling asleep easily, not waking up, feeling refreshed, those are some kind of things like, why is this happening all week like this or something like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, I would say, along with what Kayla said, the recovery is huge, both just physically with just muscle soreness. Um, and even just the way that I'm sure not a lot of our, our audience can tell what your nervous system feels like when it's just wrecked. But after however many days of the gym, you're just worn out. And that's a huge, huge part of recovery. I also think of digestion. That's a big, a big one. So the way your food is digesting, is it leaving you feeling lethargic? Are you feeling energized from it? Are you going to the bathroom about an hour later? Are you going to quickly? That kind of stuff. That's all important. Yeah, I think one thing for me too is that um, I have a lot of screen time uh, because of the work that I do. And um, <clears throat> I sometimes I'll start to feel a little bit headachey. And when that starts to come on, I immediately it's like, okay, am I, have I been hydrating? Am I hydrated enough? And, you know, get up, move around, definitely get a big glass of water and try to do that. Um, but the, that's one thing that affects me that I seem to notice that really quickly is the hydration stuff mm-hmm. for sure. 
Yeah, me too. And and second to those things in terms of <clears throat> just some activity, um, but when I am in the gym regularly, <clears throat> excuse me, in this point in my lifting career, which I talk about this with, with clients all the time, um, I think this marks maybe 16th year weight training, like consistently with programming and things like that. I'm not necessarily seeing these gigantic strength increases week to week, but if I notice like my muscle pumps, like I'm not getting pumped, I'm not feeling connected with each of my movements, like things that I already enjoy and not just in one workout, but over a series of, you know, like a week or so, if I'm like, what is up? That's another warning sign that I'm like, "Mm, maybe hydration is a huge um, impact to obviously muscle pumps, overall energy digestion, (laughs) Um, but falls right back into how are things? What is, what is my body trying to tell me here? I think with that too, with just that response in the gym, I, I immediately know if I haven't been eating enough because I don't see that, that same productivity, you know, in the gym. Um, and I think that the other thing about feedback is it's so individual for like, for me, I have an, uh, kind of that propensity to not eat enough not, not intending to be that way, but it shows up first in the gym. Mm-hmm. I know it right away, you know? So it's like, okay, let's get that intake up a little bit higher and, and keep going. So That's a really yeah. good point how biofeedback is so individual. So as you guys are hearing us comment just on our own biofeedback, kind of thinking about your life, um, some of the common things that I've had a lot of clients share with me <clears throat> just to kind of broaden the horizon a little bit with biofeedback is how they respond to other people. And actually, Taylor, you mentioned this a lot about your own personal biofeedback that you notice is your responses about like, why am I responding like that? That is so not like me. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. Something might need adjusting. Um, and it might just be something worth noting, guys. It might be um, looking at that time of the month and just going, oh, okay, it's, I must just be PMSing or whatever. Um, but it also might be I need to up my intake. Or um, in terms of um, insulin sensitivity and getting those muscle pumps, is that if that's consistent over several weeks, um, that's a really great sign that it might be time for a fat loss phase, that I'm not my – I'm feeling lethargic after my meals. I'm feeling, um, you know, tired after I wake up, after I have a good night's sleep, not waking up in the morning, can't really fall asleep good at nighttime. Um, Those are all biofeedbacks that might give you a hint, especially if you haven't been dieting or you've been eating more relaxed, you've reached a maintenance phase and, you know, haven't been dieting for a little bit, that it might be time to tighten things up with your caloric intake and pursue some type of fat loss to restore all of those things. So kind of on the flip side. Yeah, I think it's interesting too. I notice um, for myself that if life is kind of stressful, there's a lot of things going on. I, I like to, to be around people and connected and talking to people and that sort of thing. And I'll find myself pulling back. And when I pull back, I notice it affects my appetite as well. And so that's a red flag. Um, you know, maybe it's time to take a nap, kind of just totally shut down, get away from work or whatever's going on. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that self-care element is so important. So just, um, biofeedback related to stress and what's going on in your life, it's all connected. 
think we can't, um, diet and exercise are not happening in a vacuum. They're happening in the midst of real life, hopefully. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. hundred yes. percent. I love, I love how you just said that they're not happening in a vacuum. We don't live in a bubble. Not at all. So true. I would actually, on top of that, one thing of you had mentioned menstrual cycles, Kayla, is I would just challenge a lot of women, obviously our women listeners to really, really pay attention to what's going on with everything. And that's a whole podcast within itself, but that's a whole nother realm of biofeedback. We get the privilege to uh, experience, I guess, and be able to absorb. So just because that has a role and that can switch things significantly with your, your sleep. And I think that we have actually covered this in a podcast before, as far as if someone were to be dieting or were to be really paying attention to things they're trying to do towards their goals and what happens when that stuff comes up, how it can easily kind of waver what you're going through, if that makes sense. So the way you start feeling hungry or the way you start feeling tired or that just comes to show when you first start with starting to pay attention with that biofeedback and then realizing the cycle part of it is a whole different part that comes into play. Yeah. And for us women who are on the other side of that, like myself, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. a totally different game, you know, totally different game. It's like all of a sudden you're fine. And then you can get really, really warm, you know, out of the blue. And it's like, Oh, I don't feel so great right at the moment. And then, you know, you move on or whatever kind of thing, but it's always, you know, no matter what our age is or what cycle we are in, it just, it, it affects training it affects eating, it affects everything. Mm-hmm. It's funny you mentioned that. I had a client that used to call it her personal summer. <laughs> having a personal summer. <laughs> my own personal summer. <laughs> <laughs> my personal summer. That's yeah. really funny. We'll, we'll be getting into, you know, more details about met- menstrual cycles and menopause, right. all the right. M's in okay. upcoming podcasts, which will be fun. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. Um, so another thing, mentioning what you were talking about, Taylor, um, just kind of biofeedback and energy, but a lot of the times, I wanna, well, I want to make it very clear that the biofeedback that your body is giving you, it isn't good or bad. It's not judged. It just is. You can't change it. <laughs> you can't, there's nothing that you can do about the fact that if, if your body responds by giving you a headache because you're dehydrated, you're like, wow, I really wish that my mouth would get dry before my head would hurt. Like you can't, like you can't change how your body's choosing to communicate with you. Um, so there's no, a lot of times when I'm going over biofeedback with people and I'm pointing out different, oh, that's your body communicating as they're giving, as clients are giving me feedback about what's happening. This is like what they do in their check-ins as we're having our coaching calls. And I'm like, oh, that's what this is. It's more about let's notify it. Your body is talking to you rather than saying like, body, can't you talk to me a different way? <laughs> it's, that's kind of a mindset shift about that. Right. But it, but biofeedback can also tell you that you need to make, like you said earlier, make changes. So like if you feel like garbage because you've been eating junk food and, you know, all this stuff for a while, well, hello. It's your body's telling you, I don't like this. I want some nutrients. I want something that's more sustainable. Or you're getting the blood sugar roller coaster ride because you're not making the best choices. Mm-hmm. 
um, again, it, we talk a lot about um, not call, not failure, but feedback. So mm-hmm. no, that's great. It's like, hey, I just ate something that was really good, but guess what? It didn't sit with me right. Um, next time, I'll make a little bit different choice. And right, and rather than getting upset that you can't eat broccoli or you can't eat, it just yeah. is what it is. It's just all of our bodies are different, and it could be the time of day, it could be the portion, it could be how you cooked it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of different, but it's all just testing. So try it out different ways, and then make a decision and do that. Make, make sure your decision serves your body the best. So, yeah. and that's, that also puts you like when we're lining up all this biofeedback and gathering data and making decisions, ultimately the, what is to guide how to make the decision is serving my body best because when I'm serving my body best, it will respond. And then just by way of doing that, you're going to be less frustrated about reaching your goals or not. And it also is going to provide you with a lot of confidence in what you are doing. So maybe if that timeline isn't moving as fast as you want it to, if your muscles aren't growing as fast as you want them to, or you're not losing fat as fast as you want to, if you can make sure that all those other things are lined up, you can be a lot less frustrated with your body by going, well, I'm already doing the best that I can in all of these areas. So I'm going to love where I am right now. And here's why you can't really get to that spot until you've covered all this other stuff we're talking about. Yeah. It's, and yes. it just kind of comes with the, it comes with the maturity level that doesn't it, the more that you have opportunity to test it out and figure out what works and kind of what doesn't work and just kind of, you know, ride with what's working. You're just gaining all this knowledge, you know, oh, yeah. whatever process, you know, you're moving forward with and, and when things, you know, things invariably change in different seasons of life, for sure, or different times of life. Um, it's just cool how you even sometimes something that worked in a previous season doesn't work now. Um, and that's okay. You just continue to give yourself permission to figure it out. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, not judge it. Right. I love that. I, I love that over, you know, 20 years, I've kind of figured that out. <laughs> right. Totally. It's such a waste totally. of, of energy. And yeah, if I think back that who I was five years ago and to those listening, like I was still a professional five years ago, I was coaching other people five years ago, but there were still so many things biofeedback wise that I was missing. Um, just because I didn't have my, you know, that maturity that always happens over time. So if you're continually, that's why I said, right when we opened it up, is it something that you can never really perfect master you're always going to be learning the more you become in tune and spend time with yourself I think it's that balancing that maturity and the expectations mm-hmm. you know if things aren't happening fast enough or whatever it is mm-hmm. it's like okay what what are the what's going on and then how do I balance that are my expectations reasonable right mm-hmm. and healthy for my body right I hear you say that and I can't help but think outside of fitness like mm-hmm marriage, relationships, professional, financial, like I'm thinking of all of these different arenas that we might goal set or have expectations. And it is a maturity combined with managing those expectations and Mm -hmm. drawing data and changing gears. (laughs) Yeah. And doing, doing what you want to do or need to do in that season of life. It changes all of the time. And 
doing what's most optimal, not only for your goals, but for those relationships to flourish too. Mm -hmm. And that's where it ebb and flows and changes in every season. You might have a different focus in the next one and it changes and it changes and you grow and you learn and you fall. (laughs) Right. But that's a part of it. That's really great. I think that goes into just kind of testing out different things. So some of the things that we have our clients be testing out and what we would advise for you guys too is if you're wondering, okay, so I've, I've kind of taken an inventory of all these things, quote unquote biofeedback, um, test out that diet break, maybe increase your intake for a couple weeks and start gathering new data or vice versa, go on a diet, you know, or reduce your caloric intake to focus on your fat loss. Um, and, and learn from those results. What's happening. Um, one of the big things that we talk about in our flagship program, 365 is, um, what is this and is it working? Mm -hmm. Like what's going on here? And thinking that, and it's amazing how we don't, how often we just keep going. We're like, well, I'm just going to do this because I wrote it down rather than going, does this work? How's this, how's this working for me? Yeah. Well, it's a testament too to how powerful habits are. Mm-hmm. And the whole 365 program is wrapped around identifying certain things, your habit patterns, making changes to those habit patterns. And it's, it's no different, um, you know, connected. We have certain habits related to biofeedback. Some of them are habits to ignore. Some of them are really in tune with and, you know, again, growing that gap, that maturity gap, you know, um, to just get a better handle on, on all of those things. So yeah, test it, grow, learn, change your habits. Right. Right. And share, share with us. We love, love, love to hear, um, you know, there's power in community. There's power in, um, knowing that you're not the only one. And a lot of the times, um, just with the nature of coaching, the nature of, of the industry that we're in, that um, a lot of people come to us and, and share things that they're like, I have to be the only one that's dealing with this. And they're comforted so much by going, oh, this is not new? <laughs> like, no, this is not new. Um, and, but you don't know that until you share it. And so that's a lot of the reasons why we share what we've been through in our experience and why we offer that same experience to you guys that are listening is because it's encouraging. Um, our bodies are all so individual and that's something to, to really celebrate. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Cool. Well, um, that's all we have for today. Talking about biofeedback. Um, we would love to hear your questions. So let us know, obviously info at the omnifit.com would be the best way to reach us there. Um, and we also want to let you guys know that the open enrollment for our seven day transformation challenge begins next Tuesday, March 13th. Um, we are super excited about this. It's the first time for, um, the transformation challenge in 2018. So should be off to a hit. Well, there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for joining in to another episode of the Fit Me Forever podcast. If you guys have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out via email at info at theomnifit.com. And of course, please connect with us on social media. All of our handles, our Instagram and Facebook are both at The Omnifit. And if you like this kind of content, if you like what we're putting out, please rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. That helps other people find us, and it lets us know that we're putting out content that you enjoy. All right, talk to you guys soon.